You might remember that Psalm 5 was written by King David. You know some of the details of the life of King David, but... So King David wrote this. I'm just going to read some of the verses in Psalm 5. I touched on some of these in uh, yesterday's video, but he said, he said, For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. With you, evil people are not welcome. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful you, Lord, detest. And I read that. And I thought David could have been describing himself just for his most famous sin. This wickedness with his adultery with Bathsheba and with murdering her husband. Evil people, yeah, with you evil people are not welcome. He would have fit into that category. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. He was arrogant to believe that he could get away with it. You hate all who do wrong. The list of wrongs there is pretty lengthy. You destroy those who tell lies. He lied to his entire nation and tried to lie to God for at least about a year. Uh, the bloodthirsty, he in a sense did thirst for the blood of Uriah the Hittite, the husband of Bathsheba. The bloodthirsty and deceitful, you Lord detest. He could have been talking about himself. And I bet it would have been easy for him to think of himself as he was writing those words. And yet so fascinating that in the very next verse, David says this, he says, But I, by your great love, can come into your house. And so he says, With you, Lord, the wicked cannot dwell, but I, by your great love, can come into your house. And why would a jerk like David be able to say something like that? Same reason you and I can. It's by God's great love. It's by God's great love. Carried out and shown to us in Christ. On the days when we see our sins, on the days when we recall them easily. On the days when we look at the evil in the world and we connect what the evil out there are doing with the evil that we've seen in here. God himself has given us the right to remember his great love for us in Christ. The same love that the prophet Nathan shared with David on the day that David was caught in his great sin. Nathan came to him and told him a story that got David really, really mad. About two guys who lived next to one another. One guy was very poor. He had one little sheep, treated it like, a, like his own child. The other man was very, very wealthy, had countless sheep. And the wealthy man had a visitor come by and he wanted to prepare a meal for him. But instead of taking one of his many, many sheep, he took the one from the neighbor and he prepared it for his guest, the Bible tells us. Well, David heard that someone had done that wicked thing. He just, he just erupted in anger. He hated that man. He said, that man deserves to die for what he's done. And then Nathan looked at him and he said, well, David, the the guy with the sheep in the story, he's just pretend. But the man that you're angry at, and rightfully so, 
He's not pretend. That man is you. And then David simply spoke the truth. He said, I've sinned. I've sinned. And then Nathan passed along something really significant to David. He passed along God's love to someone like him. When he looked at him and he said, the Lord has removed your sin. The Lord has removed your sin. And of course, that's what God did for us all in Christ. He allowed us to look at one another and to say something so simple, so powerful. And that is this. The Lord has removed all your sin. The Lord has removed your sin. You by God's great love, you will dwell with him. You will. So rest well tonight, my friends. <laughs>